The following is a Joel Mahalik production. The following episode of the Joel Mahalik Show takes place between 8 p.m. and 9 p.m. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. I am Joel Mahalik, and across the broadcast booth for me is... The, oh, the, hi, I'm sorry. The lovely Sharon. It's me. And uh, so if you're keeping tally of the shows, this is show number 132. Wow. Yeah. That's insane. 132 shows. That's insane in the membrane. Right. And you can go to www.joel... No, that's why. But www.jmtalk.net <laughs> to listen to the first 131. And then subscribe to the podcast. Never miss an episode when the new ones drop. Uh, also on social media, TikTok and Facebook at JM Talk, Instagram and Twitter at JM Talk Radio. Interestingly enough... Uh, later on in the program, uh, in the third segment, I'll, I'll talk about social media, and you'll be surprised of some of those thoughts. Or maybe you won't be. I don't know. But, well, if uh, they know you, then they won't be. Th- then they won't be. Oh. Someone oops. is at your door. No, that's not your doorbell, right? No, is that's it? a text. That's a text. You're getting text bombed I'm on the show? text bombed. And as I watch you answer the text, this is the interesting thing. I can't get an answer from you when I text you. <laughs> but I'm usually very busy when you text So who texted you? Um, the Sensi Girls. One moment. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> Sorry. Stop. The lovely Sharon is experiencing, this is my new phone, type problems. Like she has trouble with the Wi-Fi in the house, and we can't figure out why. Because I think it's because she's, she got the pro iPhone, and I just think it's... No. Maybe our Wi-Fi is too stupid for that phone. Maybe. Oh, my God. I didn't think of that. Yeah. It could be very much. You right away just assumed that I was going to have something slide to say. And all I'm saying is your phone might be different. My phone is just too good for this Wi-Fi. Maybe that could be, too, as well. Yeah. Uh, Also, you can also email us on the show at joelmaholicradio at gmail.com. Yeah. So. You got it. Anyway, so I was saying, I know that you wanted to. We were gonna. You want to talk about gas prices? (laughs) You want to talk about gas prices because they're going up and up and up. You know, you cannot say to me and make me believe that the prices are what they are, almost just about like a tenth of a cent off from three dollars. Per gallon in our area, and you cannot blame it on the holiday. Cannot. Right. You're right. Because this time last year we saw it go up, but it wasn't this high. No, it wasn't. And um, I just filled my 
gas in my van, okay, an 18-gallon t- um, tank, and it took all of 18 gallons. I Yes, I coasted into the gas station on fumes, $52. Mm-hmm. That's nuts. Now, when the previous president was president, and I'm not tooting horns, I'm not, you know, we had the same holidays. We had the same summer. You know what I mean? The gas prices were extremely low. And that was because the pipeline was open. This president comes in, shuts down the pipeline, and up goes our our gas prices. Well, yeah, they are up. They're up uh, approximately double. Yeah. From this time last year. Yeah. So um, when they started going up, yes, there was a uh, there was a legitimate argument that well they go up this time every year and they do. They do, but um, not. But then they start to level out. I mean, they're yeah. they're rising at yeah uh, you know, at ten it, cents a clip. Yeah. So it, it come it, on. Like when it when it went to two eighty nine and then it stayed there for a little while or whatever. Like a week. I I, I feel like, um, I feel like they give you time to get pissed off get over it and then they make the next i don't know but listen the, here's the, the reality thing. is i don't know who makes these prices okay because the barrel is coming to the barrel the day it went up 10 cents yeah overnight and that overnight the barrel came down okay so, so right there there's the something thing. not right here's my issue with it if you're gonna raise the prices whatever i mean we have to deal with it we've got to drive our cars we got to pay the prices but why every single time you raise the price, it's always 10 cents instead of two cents or, you know, five right. cents even. Right. It's 10 cents. Especially again. That's like, ridiculous. Like I said, the same night that the barrel drops a few bucks. Yeah. yeah. So it doesn't make sense. And now normally, um, you know, uh, and I'll talk about this later too, I don't buy into you know uh, gas uh, shortage. No, no. Well, oh, okay. cra- well, I mean, crap that you hear on social media, but um, here's the one thing that bothers me about this, and it could be a coincidence. Maybe she's just an idiot, but the news, the news media, a reporter on the actual news that you watch on TV, not an influencer on TikTok, right, was interviewing the energy secretary and asked her about how she, you know, is she getting the brunt of this because a lot of people are blaming her department on the rising uh, the quick rising costs of gas and the yeah. the first thing out of her mouth and this is not verbatim in her response was well first we have to get the vaccination people vaccinated and the virus under control why so you're blaming the virus for the wrong increase? thing to say because not i'm not a conspiracy theorist but you pretty much just laid out a plan that is what you hear conspiracy theorists and influencers talking about that they're going to raise the gas to keep your home so you don't travel. You know, so they're going to do this so you don't go outside. They're going to do, you know, the, when these people right. talk about all these controls and I'm like, well, you got a life. Like, yeah, really think, right. yeah. you know, as much as we hate politicians, the people in Congress would not allow anyone in the government to get that much control. I have to believe that. But then the energy secretary says, well, we have to get the virus under control first now, don't we? Wow. What does that mean? I just asked you what your thoughts are on the fact that 
people in the media are looking right at your department about the rising gas costs while we have to get the virus under control. Right. I don't need to speculate anything. I, to me, it just it sounds like you just laid out the agenda for the entire administration. Right. Especially now that, and this isn't a political show, folks, we're just talking about the news. But especially when the president comes out this week and says, here's the rule. You either get vaccinated or you wear a mask until you do. Uh, they're very totalitarian draconian very communistic we don't we don't this is not that country right exactly so he says that's the rule i'm here to tell you and i actually replied to this bonehead's tweet and i know he doesn't read them all but i actually replied and said contrary to the fact that i am going to be vaccinated right you just you you can't say that that's that that, that's a very communistic ploy that's that rhetoric screams of communist rule Right. This is not that country. You can't get your presidency confused with who puts money in your pocket from other countries. You got to be very careful there, Joe. Yeah. Don't slip either way here or there. You know what I mean? So I just paste things together that when I'm on the the phone looking, these are news people from news agencies. Right. You know, let's call them qualified news agencies, although I don't think any of them really are anymore. No, they really are. (laughs) I'm just stitching these together. The energy secretary said that in regards to the rising gas prices. Joe's making rules about what we can do. Right. He can't even write a rule like that. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, so believe me, folks, it's not a rule. But here's what's going to happen, if I may. I'm trying not to be Donnie Downer. Here's what's going to happen, though. Businesses um, will kind of, most of them, the ones that were allowed to stay open... Sorry, the ones that stayed open, they're going to kind of you know get into this line, yeah, and then it's going to come down to where you won't be able to do normal things if you don't have one or the other because the businesses, the places where you go to be lively and have fun and do right. things, yeah, are going to con- are going to control thanks to this knucklehead and what he said, what you can do now. If you can't get vaccinated, you know, then you have to wear mm-hmm. a mask. You know, because there are people that just can't take something that's in a vaccine. They have, right. you know, yeah. those reasons. An, an allergy. And they're protected or... by, guess what? A federal law called AMA. Right. And then if you go to a restaurant, you can't be vaccinated, you, you know, for whatever reason. So you go to a restaurant and then they say, well, prove you're vaccinated. Oh, I'm sorry. There's a federal law called HIPAA that says you're not allowed to ask me that. Exactly. So, you know, we're, and I said this before in, in a couple other instances, you're teetering with... So yeah. the problematic stuff here, you know? It's yeah. not fun to watch. And I don't know how to spin that into something funny for a show. Unfortunately. <laughs> it's not funny, right? It's, <laughs> not, it, it, it's not funny. And normally, you and I joke about everything. Because that's how, usually that's how we view things. It's, you know... We want to be a slice of your happiness each yeah, week, really. Exactly. You know what I mean? And, but but talking about this, there's no way to make fun of it. Right. This because is be- it's not, there's, there's no way to make, spin this into a funny situation. Right. But it is an aspect of life and, yeah. and, 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 so, and social, and, and that's what we cover out here. There is, is um, coming down with for the lack of a better term coming down with the same aggravations yeah and on one level or another for the same reasons yeah 
Yeah. It is. So, I mean, but anyway, I I digress. I this isn't where I wanted to bring this conversation right. about the gas prices. Um, I I just wanted to vent a little bit about um, the um, lack of a better word assholes where they are and they know who they are um the president and so he he, i mean they i mean should watch where they step i mean and that's not a threat please don't take that as a threat wow we'll be off the air in a week (laughs) yeah right i mean i'll just shut up now (laughs) i i think i will (laughs) so right now if you were to split the country in threes um, the average price on the in, in on the west part is four dollars a gallon. The average price in the middle is about three twenty, and then we're at about three dollars on the east coast. On right. the, you know, and which is odd because the eastern seaboard, um, is the root of speculation of trying to keep people shoved in their own places right now. So it's interesting right. that it's not like flip, but you know, um. But we are, yeah, we're coming up on a holiday, and I do, I do wonder what it will be by the time we go down for our holiday. I know. You know? But you're right. People still have to get around. We still have to get to work. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And you end up having to refigure if you do it right. You yeah. just have to refigure what you're doing, Well, you know? Well, no, it's, it's not even that. A lot of people have to have gas in their vehicles to get to doctors, to get to grocery stores, and they have to, to get to work for those to get at work. To work, correct. But uh, I'm talking. I'm. What I mean to say is, um, just spit it out, Sharon. Um, is that they have to pull money from a place where they absolutely need it: food, rent, right, doctors, prescriptions. You know what I mean? You need these to live. Right. And you have to pull money from there because, you know, because of whatever, you know. Uh, and I I throw the table back to you. Uh, one other interesting point about, about this, and it, it'll come close to wrapping up our segment, but um, another important facet about this is, like, we've seen these in the past. You know, we've seen these crises uh you know, all the time with the gas going up for whatever reason. Yeah, I know one of the I, I know one of the real reasons that it's probably going up is a, uh, a fear because of what's going on in the Middle East right now uh, mm. with um, uh, India. India's got a COVID surge like no one on the planet has seen, <clears throat> and there and, and so it's not only that the the tensions at the Gaza Strip. Oh, sure. Yeah. A lot of those a things. A lot more than has been in a long time. So, even when I said the barrel goes down, it goes up, you know, there's more factors in it than that. But here's the thing. What I find interesting is in past crises, what I've heard presidents say is they would come on TV and they would say, I am authorizing the release of the emergency reserves to lower the gas here because as I understand it and I could be wrong I'm not a gas I'm not a fuel economist or anything but as I believe I've read in the past and maybe it's the same maybe it's changed we apparently have enough gasoline here or fuel reserves to not have to buy into OPEC right however 
it's all, I think it's always been used for emergency situations. No, what I've heard this president say is not one gas station had better try to price gouge. I haven't heard him say anything about let's open the reserves yeah. and drive the prices back down a little bit so our people can get to work. Because he does seem to want people to go to work. He's he's made it clear that uh, if you are unemployed now, he has stopped that uh, moratorium where you can sit home if you refuse a job or you're not checking. Now you have to go back to checking in. They did away with that during COVID. Yeah, yeah, now yeah. you got to check in each week. And if you don't, right. you can lose your benefits. If you go on an interview and you report it and you turn it down and you're qualified, you can lose your unemployment benefits. So he, right. he's doing some things that says get back to work which goes against the conspiracy theorists that are like they want you to stay home and be under their thumb well no he's telling you get off your ass and go to work and you'll lose your benefits if you don't try right so it kind of it, it's opposite you know right. but I have not heard him say anything about the reserves and in past times I've always heard the president come out and say we're going to open the reserves and get this price down a little bit and I haven't heard that it's a little disturbing. Yeah. And, I mean, I agree. Nobody should be price gouging. And I don't know how they monitor that. How many gas stations are in this country? How do you monitor whether a gas station is I, gouging you? I believe. Well, f- I, but uh, yeah, I don't oh, know. Oh, you were acting like you got a, a, an actual number. You were getting ready to out of your head. Well, no. I was trying to think <laughs> how they would do that. Uh, like, check to make sure they're not... Price well, he said that he has allowed resources, uh, FBI and whatnot, federal authorities to uh, monitor, check and monitor that. Well, so, there you go. But, uh, and coming up later on uh, in a one by the week, we'll further discuss this. But for the love of God, please stop putting gasoline in trash bags. Oh, stop. My hurting. God. When, you know, when COVID first came out, and the news media said there was a shortage on toilet paper. Y'all bought it all. <laughs> Is anyone suffering from diarrhea yet? Because <laughs> you know, you know, like, what these people we're getting doing that shortage paper? again? What toilet paper shortage? Yeah, and paper towels. I did not know that. Yeah. Yep. Huh. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about another interesting shortage that we didn't know about. We just found out about, it, and there's a reason why because we're owners, we're new owners to a blank. So that's going to be coming up uh, after the break. So we are going to take that break. Uh, I'm t- talking too much. I got to wet my throat. So I'm <laughs> yeah. going to do we're that. We're talking too much. And we, <laughs> were, yeah, we're talking too much on a talk show. <laughs> and we'll be back anyway after about 90 seconds or so, right on the other side of this. This is New York Super Oldie Station, 920 WON, The Apple, Brooklyn, New York. So I use my computer every day not even sure how I get along without it, but I wasn't prepared for a virus. A Trojan, they called it. One night I'm cruising along, and the next night I can't do anything. I was afraid it was going to cost me a fortune. Boy, was I surprised. They had me back up and run the same day I called them. I really like PC Tech Rescue, and you know what? My wallet likes them too. Are you troubled by computer problems? PC Tech Rescue should be your very next call. Whether the problem is viruses, hardware, software, or any other issue, they can diagnose your problem and have you back up and running fast. With more than 25 years of industry experience, you can be sure you are getting dependable and affordable service. Call today, 484-429-6061, or email us at pctechrescue at gmail.com. 
Welcome back, folks, to the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon and the snoring Molly. <laughs> she is sawing wood down there. She really is. Uh, welcome back to the program. Uh, thanks for being here. Is she still behind you? No, she's over here. Oh, okay. Man, she makes noise when she <laughs> sleeps. <laughs> and you say I snore. Mm-mm. Well, you don't when you're wearing your Vader mask. Hey. <laughs> That's embarrassing. <laughs> so, you know, uh, uh, about a year ago, we were told you can't buy any more than one or two packages of toilet paper, one or two packages yeah. of paper towels. And uh, as new pool owners, we found out this weekend, because it was opening weekend for the pool, Yeah, we found out that you're only allowed to buy two chlorine products or two pool products yeah. at a time and right now. you cannot get three-inch chlorine tablets. They can't make it fast enough. So I guess there's something going on, we heard, with uh, chlorine plants or something like that. Um, and I, I, yeah, I didn't look into that much more than that, so I don't know what the root cause of yeah, that is. Yeah. But, you know, I'm sure if you watched enough TikTok, you'd find an influencer telling you that <laughs> you're not allowed to buy chlorine products because the government doesn't want you to have people in your swimming pool. Well, you know? guess what? So I rule this roost. <laughs> so we got... Well, that's the whole thing, right? That's the whole thing. Who's gonna yeah. Who's gonna govern? What happens here? That's why I watch people and I go, "Who's telling you you can't do that? Is someone actively stopping you right now from doing that?" And that's why you're telling me that I can't. Who Who's hurting you right now? You know, some of these people. <laughs> that's why I scroll. Yeah, that's why I scroll right past some of these idiots. Mm-hmm. You know, show me on this on this dot who's yeah, where they're hurting you at. You know, um, so. You know, they, they can say all they want, and, mm-hmm. you know, the Congress can say this, that, and the other, but are, are is everybody being policed other than this, other than this listening device here? Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, um... And he picked up my phone, by the way. So, apparently, pool products is a problem right now. Yeah. That's weird. We don't have a shortage, but everyone else does. Just kidding. <laughs> Yeah, we don't. We we have what we were what we were allowed to buy. Is yeah. what we have. Two products per person. Yeah, two products per person. Per person. Per person. Per person. And we did not go shopping alone. So as I as I repeat what Sharon <laughs> said, who's governing you? Right. <laughs> So, um, but yeah, so we found that out. So they're rationing that. Um, and when we opened, we so we inherited this pool. And when I say green, green's not even the word. No, oh my God. It was like forest, deep forest green. Yeah. It was nasty. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> you Frogs talking? didn't even want to get in it. Right. Well, apparently at some point a mouse did, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, come on. Uh. <laughs> Uh, that's nasty. You're gonna swim in that? No, nah, cause you cause you got robo vacuum. You got like the robo copper vacuum, right? so you're gonna put I in there. Know. I'm that'll, so excited. That'll clean it up, I guess. Right. I was uh, I was I was just fascinated by the look of it, and I we've had <laughs> it, you you've had it now for a while, and I just actually realized I actually decided to ask you, <coughs> knowing me. that this just goes into the pool. Submerses in a pool, and yesterday yeah. I was like, "This doesn't run on electric, does it?" Like I'm concerned about uh, putting something that 
as electronic into oh, a pool. Oh my goodness. Not realizing that it it works off the turbine of water. And the suction and Yeah, the suction pool. and water, yeah. yeah. So anyway. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, it's electric. But maybe it's I electric. <laughs> Maybe I need a bigger lesson on it because I don't understand how I understand how it's going to roam around with its tank wheels, but how's it going to actually pull stuff off the surfaces underneath? From the brushes that are underneath. Oh, those brushes. Okay. I look. I, I don't That's know. That's what they do. They go. Look, when we had our when we had our pool many many moons ago in another house, you were the pool. You were the pool boy. I know, right? <laughs> you you were the caretaker of the pool. But now you're the pool boy. I'm I'm learning. Yeah, I'm, I'm learning. Yeah. He's so. the one with the skimmer and the, you know, I'll tell you what, skimming I, the top I got a of the little, pool. I got a little sun, didn't I? Skimming. You did, yeah. Especially on the back of my neck. The yeah. time I sat there for like 40 minutes skimming, I had the sun right on my neck, <clears throat> the back of my neck. Yeah. So. And today when I want to get some sun, hell no. It'll be out. Yeah. Oh, it went from sunny to partly cloudy. Maybe yeah, it won't. Yeah, see? <clears throat> maybe, maybe it won't. And down to 66? Come on. It was 80 yesterday. But they say that you can still get sun in, 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 when it's cloudy. Yeah, you can, but it's not the same. It's it's like getting a moon burn. It doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> a moon burn. Yeah. <clears throat> so, and uh, and of course, now here, here's, here's, this is going to be the challenge. So, uh, Molly always had a kiddie pool. On the oh, on, know, on the deck right? at the old I'm house, excited. so she would come back and she would get into her little kitty pool. six or seven inch deep yeah. kitty pool. Not and she even; would, it's like three inches deep. She would walk <laughs> walk around it and then lay down. Yeah, yeah. And she's not going to lay down in this pool. Oh. Um, and the thing is, is she comes out on the deck and she we can't let her into the yard because when we like free room, we moved here in the winter and the pool was frozen over, and. uh as soon like you took her down in the backyard, as soon as she saw it, she jumped out onto the ice of the pool. Like <laughs> so, we have like she was going to jump in the pool. But we have real concerns about you know making sure that we're with her the first couple of times when she oh, goes in sure. that pool. Yeah. Um, well, I have trained her pretty much. If you've noticed, she's for the most part stayed away from the pool, except for the two times I wasn't looking at her, and she's like. Oh, let me see. Let yeah. me see. But thankfully, you were looking. Yeah. So well, that's because I was skimming. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so we oh, have some goodness. real concerns about. It. Uh, so she sits on that deck, and her tail's going. Her nub. She doesn't even touch. Her nub is going like a thousand miles a minute as she stares at the pool. She was actually yeah. staring at the pool on the first day when it was forest green yeah uh when the cover first came off and she's up on a porch she's barking at the pool people and then her focus goes to the pool and then she starts crying i know and when i say crying she was crying yeah wagging the tail and crying and staring at that pool she wanted to get in so bad yeah so this will be exciting when we get it open open yeah for human and and canine consumption ew we're not gonna consume (sighs) it Well, you know she will. She'll be in there licking it. Ew, I hope not. All that chlorine and shit in there? Well, that's what dogs do. Ew. I don't want her to either, but what are you going to do? Put a muzzle on her? Yeah. I'll put a mask on her. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, yeah. Exciting stuff uh, happening with uh, 
new home ownership. Oh, it's tiring. I'm it, tired already. <laughs> I know. And there's so, so much more to do. Yeah. To to make it our home, you know? Yeah. And painting is by far, it's not done. It's getting there. Yeah, it is. I knocked out another room for you. Yes, yes, you did. Yes. Knocked it out of the we park. We only have 98 more to go. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it feels like. Well, we'll get it done. Mm-hmm. It's difficult because you know with the um, with everything else going on and and, yeah. and and you know it. What amazes me is it feels like we just moved in yesterday and we've been here three and change months already. Yeah. And not only that, but summer's here. Yeah. Basically, you know when the tarp comes off the pool, and then we're starting to beautify the backyard mm-hmm. and clean out, you know, the under the deck shed. Those kinds yeah. of things. I yeah. mean, it it brings closure to a season and open into another season, a season that you know things are now going to consume um, time that you need. Yeah. And that's what we're that's what we're staring down the barrel of right now. It's time. Yeah. yeah. It is the fire in which we burn. Yes, sir. So, um, okay. Um, Wombats. Uh, You can get involved in the Wombat of the Week very, very easily. All you need to do is send us a link to a verifiable uh, news story of stupid people doing stupid things. <laughs> and getting caught for it. So um, send them to, send you can either send us away. a message with the link or a Facebook at JM Talk or to joelmahalikradio at gmail.com. And this week, as I said earlier, going right in line with some of the other conversation um, that we were talking about, is a Hummer that burst into flames just after the driver filled up containers of gasoline while he was hoarding it. Wow. And listen, I believe you. I, I've seen videos of people at Wawa putting gas in shopping bags. Like, like shop, white shopping white bags? Shopping bags. Yeah. Put- and this lady filled one and it was leaking like all over the place and she got another bag and put, it, put that bag into that bag. I'm telling you. And then they wow. put them in their trunk. I don't, I don't want to be the mean person, but if you're such an idiot that you are putting gasoline in trash bags, hoarding it for no reason at all, right? then your, your car deserves to be damaged from it. I'm sorry. I, I don't want to be the mean person, I, and I, I don't. But you deserve to have idiot things happen to you for being such an idiot. Uh, yeah. This is a flammable... Liquid, uh, liquid, more combustible than flammable. Right, more combustible than than flammable. Right. So let's get into this story. Happened down in Hermosa, Florida. Bet you he was smoking in the car. Well, let's see. So uh, the SUV caught fire this past Wednesday, moments after investigators say the driver filled up several containers of gasoline at a gas station. Uh, The rescue company responded. The vehicle was on fire near the Texaco station, Um, and. when they got there, they found the Hummer H2 engulfed in flames. There's a picture of it. Wow. Pretty burned out. Yeah. Um, so fire officials say that the driver just filled up the fuel containers at the gas station and stored them in the back of the Hummer. Um, they were they were able to get the blaze under control very quickly. Uh, one person was injured but refused to be transported for medical treatment. Okay. <laughs> 
Uh, the fire marshal was on the scene to do the investigation and notif uh, notification of cleanup, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, petroleum industry officials uh, said Wednesday that people should avoid panic buying of gasoline amid the temporary shutdown of the Colonial Pipeline, which carries fuel to the nation's east coast. What's interesting about that is um, I... I do and I don't understand why the pipeline was shut down. And they're not, they're not the only pipeline, but because of the hack. I mean, the fuel was still there. Okay. If they shut fuel delivery off until they got their systems cleaned or whatever they did, and they ended up paying $5 million, by the way, if you didn't know this, folks. No. The pipeline paid $5 million to the hackers to get their files unlocked. The risk in that is... And this is why I'll, I'll be, I, you know, and the FBI will back me up. They tell you don't pay these people. Right. You should actually have a better plan in case this happens, like something you can do internally. Oh, we go, okay, let, then let's just down the, erase the servers and bring them back up from the backups. Right. When you pay them, two, the, two things happen. One, you're encouraging them to go do it to someone else. Right. Because they got paid. And the second thing that could happen is there is a 50-50 chance, and maybe it's worse than 50-50, that you even get the key to unlock your files. Right. There's no guarantees. Yep. That's the problem. Why would you trust people that just locked your files or stole your files that you'll, they'll give them back or unlock them for money? Yeah, exactly. How do you trust someone like that? You know, because there's, there's things in a relationship where you know you trust somebody or you don't. A hacker could um, ask me for my Wonka bars, okay, in exchange for you. And I would have to say, no, I'm sorry. Really? I don't exchange with hackers. <laughs> <laughs> so serious, so serious. No, they, very seriously. They, yeah, they, they paid $5 million. That's crazy. And then Why the would pipe, they do that? And then the pipeline was open again. And, and like, uh, terrorists know that the United States doesn't pay. So why would hackers even think that they would? Because it's a multi—it's oh, a multi-billion multi okay. dollar. No, it's a multi-billion dollar industry a year. Okay, okay. Tens of billions of dollars I are. They only ask for five million. Then I don't know, but the, the these hackers, this industry of hacking and stealing and locking and ransomware is netting somebody or people's and uh, they average tens of thousands of billions a year per year wow. that's why and if everyone's come up with a different plan stop paying think about i mean they'll go away right they'll find something else you to do think, right if you don't get money you got to go do something else to get money right it's ridiculous mm -hmm. so Anyway, there's that. Yeah, but I've there's seen these I, idiots. I've seen the I've seen the videos of people filling up uh, rubber making containers, trash bags, shopping bags, you know, whatever they can do to then store this what in, in your house. Like you said, what if you're a smoker? This right? is combustible gas, which means the fumes from it will ignite. Mm-hmm. The fumes from it will ignite. That's what combustible means if anyone needs a lesson. Right. Um, 
And, and and really, I mean, not only is this guy who you know is, I don't know if you noticed is remains nameless in this story. Oh yeah. But right. anyone who is hoarding gasoline is a wombat. Absolutely. He gets the crown, but if he wants a share, then each of can wear it for an hour, a day, or five minutes, whatever. <laughs> I think there's so many, it'd be five minutes. <laughs> right. Um, there's no need. We'll survive. Right. We will survive. And we're hoping. Because that's really all we have sometimes is is hope and use your use rational thought. Common sense. You know, uh, and again, when I come back from the break, I'm going to be talking about social media, but think about what you're seeing on these videos on social media. Right. The people talking about long lines. Sure, there's, there's some places down south that have some long lines, mm-hmm. but why don't I see it? Like, I shrink my circle down and go, am I experiencing that here? I don't see long lines at our gas stations. And no. apparently these coasts was affected. Sure, we have high gas prices, but we're still getting gas. Right. The pumps, there's no choices not available. These people on there talking about, oh, I deliver lumber and look at behind me. Look at all that lumber being stockpiled. Something else is going on. But we know people in our circle that can't get lumber. Right. Exactly. So again, where are you? Explain more. Just don't go, hey, look behind me. They're stockpiling. They don't want you to do anything with lumber and they're hoarding it and not selling it. Why can't we find lumber? Right. A friend of ours has been looking all over Delmarva for stuff he can't get. Right. (laughs) Shrink your circle. Think. Time for you to say goodbye. Wow. I know. I just looked at the system clock. It's time time for Sharon to say goodbye. Goodbye, Sharon. Say goodbye. You got to say it right, man. Wait a minute. For me to say it right, you got to say it right. Take two. It's time for you to say goodbye, Sharon. Goodbye, Sharon. <laughs> I tongue-tied. I really couldn't think for a minute what my actual, what I am actually supposed to say. I, it was stuck. <laughs> okay. Well, y'all have a good rest of your show. All right. And I'll be back after this brief message to wrap things up. We're going to talk about social media. Don't go anywhere. America, your children have an amazing superpower. That's right. They can help save lives by simply washing their hands. Just 20 seconds of thorough hand washing after they've coughed or sneezed or been outside can help fight against the dastardly spread of germs. Armed with only soap and water and hands, your superhero can protect you, your family, and everyone out there in America land. Amazing. Find out more at coronavirus.gov. A message from the CDC and the Ad Council. Listen on the web, your phone, or your neighbor's internet connection. That wasn't very nice. This is Reality One. Welcome back to the program, folks. It's the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. Uh, Thanks for hanging out and sticking in on the podcast. Uh, The lovely Sharon has departed the studio and uh, uh, is going to take care of some other things. So that leaves you and I and uh, and with this uh, final stretch, this last segment uh, that we, various names we have for it, but uh, this third segment, I, uh, I have really been thinking long and hard um, for a while about addressing this particular topic that I want to that I want to take the time to address. Ooh, 
in this segment, and it has a lot to do with social media. Now, over the years of me doing radio, uh, I've been uh, somebody who has, on a consistent basis, felt that social media, you know, there's good to social media, but I think the list of cons or the list of bad things about social media probably far outweigh the things about social media that are good. And I think it's never been more evident in the last, uh, you know, six to eight years, if you look back and look at what is going on on social media. And now when I say look, I mean, you have to take an objective look. And that's part of what I'm going to get into here. You have to look at, you, you need to look at everything objectively. You have to take everything, all the context out of everything. And maybe not everything, but a lot of things. And look at it from a different perspective. Look at it from a different perspective. And so, what I mean is this. You know, they tout social media as being the, you know, First of all, the word media is uh, probably shouldn't be appropriate for it because they tout it as with the the dawn of smart devices, everyone has a camera now. And now social media, all the platforms on social media have given people uh, the opportunity to go live. Okay? So essentially that makes you, me, and anyone else With a camera, a microphone, a voice, and a method to stream. A news agency? Yes, I said it like that because that's a question mark. Should it be so? Because what I'm getting at here is uh, the the problem that that I've been observing a lot lately, especially where, where it pertains to this COVID-19 things, the, the disease itself, um, uh, the vaccinations, the, you know, again, anybody with a camera, a microphone, a method to stream and a voice. And I, I also am not one to uh, give this title to anybody i think it's a stupid title social media influencer influencer what are you influencing i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna tell you because a lot of people are seriously becoming sheep and or zombies and you know people would make fun of people calling them sheep when they went along with what the government said of the government the government the government and, you, and you're referred to as sheep. But I'm going to change that up a little bit because if you take anyone seriously as an influencer on social media, then you've become that person's sheep. Somebody who gets tens of thousands of views and they're saying, don't get the vaccine because of this and this and this. I'm not going to get the vaccine. You shouldn't get the vaccine. And unfortunately, they become an influencer because if you look at the views and if you look at the comments, people are listening to what you're saying. And 
they're taking it as gospel. And then they go out and preach the same thing. You know, I, I've watched two people on social media who put up numbers that were supposedly pulled from the CDC website to influence viewers in their direction. And so the first thing that strikes me odd about this, as I look at things objectively, is the information on their green screen, which, you know, green screens, if you don't know, they're a way to manipulate your background. So the word here is manipulate. So the figures and the graphics on their green screen, I couldn't find anywhere on the CDC website. You know, so a long time ago, we found out on my on an earlier production of mine that if you don't double and triple check the information, you can be called out for it. That was the old days. That was the old days. We had this story come across our desk. Old days. I'm talking about fresh into radio talk shows. Just fresh. Just jumped into the seat and started going. And we get the story about some famous person, Captain Kangaroo, I believe it was, and how he was a hero and did this and this and this. And then we and we put it out there. Oh, this is great. This is great stuff. Let's let's use it for something for our entertainment show. And we put the story out there. And we got a lot of emails from veterans afterwards putting us in our place about wrong information, fabricated information. And so that was the old days where I was called to the carpet, so to speak. But that wouldn't happen today. That would not happen. People don't look at various sources for information. We still do. We still do. We do a thing on this show called the Wombat of the Week. And you better believe that the ones that seem too out of this world to be true, we check and double check to make sure they are accurate stories. But today you're just an influencer now. Now you're a social media influencer. And whatever you say, somebody will listen to and they'll and they'll put your idea in their own head and then they'll get into their own head about it. And so <laughs> when you think about it, does the government does the government really need to make sheep out of you your own peers people like you or not like you are making you like them and you can't police it i'm not saying we should police it the only real way to do something about it is to find another source of entertaining yourself then these influencers, you know, you have uh, anti-vaxxers, you have preppers, you have doomsayers, you have a lot of, it's just a couple, you know, I, I could have and I didn't make a formal list, but you could go on forever of all types of people that are out there with a microphone and a camera and a voice and a face. Hey, you don't even need a face with TikTok anymore. You could film the sky while you talk. 
But you have all these people that are preaching and things. And the, the worst thing for me are, are the people that waste 60 or 90 seconds of time on a live video or, you know, a streamed video telling you they're not getting vaccinated. They will not comply with the vaccination. Okay, that's great. That's great. But you shouldn't be uh, demanding or um, maybe that's not the right word. Trying to convince other people not to get it because you don't want to get it. It's fine that you don't want to get it. Okay? The facts are that it is not a deadly disease unless you have an underlying condition of which it can and will attack. Okay? So, yes, most people report flu-like symptoms, a bad cold. They're decently healthy people. They don't have underlying conditions that can get roped into something deadly. Okay, that's great. You don't have that. Or you feel good about your immune system that you don't need to get the vaccination. That's great. Wonderful. But you should not be trying to convince other people not to do it because you won't. You know what I mean? Uh, these types of people. And then the, here's another type of person. You know, the end is coming. Uh, I've been told by key people in the government that we need to stock up on food right now because it's coming. I can't tell you it's coming because I'll get people in trouble. I can't tell you. I can only tell you to go get ready. These are asinine things. Alex Jones talking about how they're they're uh, intentionally killing people with the vaccine. You know what? And I don't I don't listen to him. I listen. I end up listening to his spurts that always come out on one form of social media or another. So it's not. I don't listen to his show, but from his spurts, I can make an educated, not guess or assumption, an educated uh, uh, statement that nothing that he's claimed in the last 10 years has come true. That's fact. But he has such a following. Because he's a showman. He's got a booming voice. He's got a booming voice. And he can sell it. And he can sell it. And, and, he, and he gets a following. He has a following. And it's it's just like a televangelist, right? How much money do people throw into the coffers of televangelists? The people that follow them. And what are they getting out of it? Nothing. They think they're getting redemption and a seat in heaven next to God. But all they're getting is an empty bank account because they've given these bastards all their money. See, it's all... It can all be put in the same categorical pot all of this it's okay that you don't want to get a vaccine i don't need to hear it it's okay that well i don't think it's okay that you are putting out data that may or may not be true you know you're putting up data that you say just go to the website and see for yourself okay i've done that and i find nothing that you're broadcasting again that's how we do things here on this show. We will double check and triple check. 
So you want to prep something's coming? Great. You know, you and maybe people that do this don't realize that they are influencing other people. Or maybe they do. I don't know. But, you know, the fact that you're against vaccines, great. The fact that you got the vaccine. Okay, great. Why put it out there? What are What is it that you want to accomplish by doing a video and saying, hey, I, I, I got the vaccine. I'm good now. Okay. And listen, folks. That is, you don't realize the, the grand amount of information that you're putting out there with your face and some knowledge about you. Meanwhile, identity thieves around the dark web are salivating while you do these things. Social media has become something entirely different. And I have to tell you, I have to tell you, I've, um, personally, I have fallen away from Facebook a little bit. And you may know that. If you listen to the show regularly, if you are a fan of the page, we're not very busy there either. Yes, there's a lot of things going on in our lives. And maybe that's part of it. Maybe part of it is coming to the realization that what's more important. But there's just so much negativity on Facebook. In this past election cycle, I lost people I've known all my life because I am an independent. I make my own choices politically. And because I do that, I was apparently not allowed to stay in the same social surroundings as other people. And that's okay. That's okay. I want you to know, first and foremost, that was fine with me. Because what's most important to me is right here. And so that happened, and I think I mentioned that once before during the election cycle. So that happened. I lost 20 plus quote unquote friends on Facebook. And I've just come away from it, but there's nothing entertaining anymore about everybody thinking that the only thing that means anything and has relevance is what comes out of their own face. And I do, I, I do watch TikTok every day. And as soon as someone talks about vaccine, uh, Biden, Trump, political, um, CDC, I swipe away. I'm there looking for the comedic content. I'm there looking for the stuff that's going to make me laugh. Because I don't want to be depressed because you're not getting the vaccine and neither should I. I don't want to see videos of people sticking magnets in their arms uh, and, and telling, you, they're telling you that you have a chip in your body. Let me tell you something, folks. The government does not need to put a chip in your skin to track you. Okay, everything I'm saying into this microphone, which goes into this computer and gets recorded and post-produced and put out to a podcast, doesn't matter. The cell phone sitting six feet behind me is recording everything I say. It will be interesting to find out, five minutes from recording this podcast, what treasures await for me in the timeline on Facebook. 
So they're listening to your microphones. Sure, I preach because I'm a technology guy, and I tell you, hey, don't let. Make sure you know what your apps are taking control of. Does this app really need access to your microphone? I've preached that before. It doesn't matter. Someone's listening. And if you think the Alexa upstairs is not listening, then you're gullible. And it makes you a sheep. I have nothing to hide, so I don't care. There are people that really care about that. There are people that will get rid of those types of things because they don't... because. They don't want that, and and that's cool. Don't push it on me. I have nothing to hide at all. Nothing. So the fact that these silly devices are recording data and stockpiling somewhere for somebody to read or not read or read at their leisure when they think I've done something wrong doesn't matter to me. It doesn't matter. It is what it is, and we can't get rid of it. Without collapsing the whole thing. It's either no technology or this technology. But think about it, folks. These social media platforms. Think objectively. Do your own research. Do your own research. Out of 4,400 cases reported to the voluntary reporting system of symptoms or deaths after getting the COVID shot, the CDC and the FDA have not found one of those cases that actually ties it into the vaccine. That's a fact for you. That's a fact. So when a social media influencer tells you that 44 people, 4,400 people died as a result of the vaccine, and they say, just go check out the Veris site, go check the Veris site out. It's a voluntary reporting system. And every case reported is vetted by doctors from the CDC and the FDA. Look at the facts. Look at social media objectively. And I'm sitting here looking at my clock going, oh my God, oh my God, where'd the time go? That will bring us to the show. I'm just, I hope you didn't feel it was long-winded. I hope you got something out of it. I hope you got something out of this last segment. I just wanted everybody to realize what social media is, isn't, and how you should use it. And I and I miss things. There were things I missed on this list I have. Because there's so much more about it to talk, so much more to talk about with this topic. But that brings us to the end of the show. And I'm just going to say that um, just be good to one another. Be good to one another. Look at things objectively. Think before you act. And that way we can all get together again the next time on the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the Lovely Sharon. Have a great week, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs>